We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 233 On this episode, we've got some cancellation and uh, last second <laughs> renewal news And uh, then we'll be talking about uh, a recent episode of Switched at Birth and then the fourth season premiere of Teen Wolf and the series premieres of Young and Hungry, Taxi Brooklyn, and The Leftovers. That's uh, quite a group right there. Plus some TV <laughs> recommendations at the end. Uh, you can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 233. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. And Sandrine from tvequals.com. And uh, thank you both for uh, joining me. And uh, Kyle, you you don't sound like Amory, so <laughs> I can uh, I'll, I'll go off on some tangent in the middle of the. Well, if you can go off on a tangent and maybe sing at some point, that would be no. Good. I don't think you want me singing. <laughs> that would be really helpful. Uh, no, but yeah, if you were you know, listened to the end last week and you were expecting Amory to be here this week, uh, she wasn't able to make it and. Luckily, Kyle was able to uh, step in. So, yay, we... Kyle! <laughs> yay. <laughs> it's a it's a, a lot of Kyle this month. So, spoiler alert for the end of the podcast: Kyle's going to be on next week. <laughs> All right. First up on the news, uh, Gordon Ramsay uh, announced that uh, the next season of Kitchen Nightmares will be uh, his last, which will be the last for the show. Which was an interesting thing because it wasn't. Fox didn't announce this. <laughs> he announced it, and Fox got it, uh, a chance to know. So that was uh, that was interesting. I don't watch. Kyle, do you? I used to watch. Uh, I'm slowly uh, eliminating Gordon Ramsay shows. I eliminated that, <laughs> then I eliminated Hell's Kitchen. Well, apparently, so is he. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you think about it, this will be seven seasons here, plus the seasons that he did over there. He's done twelve seasons of the show, so it's not like probably wouldn't be tired of doing this and maybe want to and he's he's also got his new hotel nightmare show that's coming back or whatever it's called that's coming back for a second season so yeah and so it's similar it's a a lot of different uh it's got a lot of different stuff going on so you know to pair one off to let something else grow i guess yeah i gotta say i never really liked the u.s version i always thought the uk version was a lot better it seemed like it was less for show and it was more it really had more transformation so i never really got into the u.s one all right and then i guess the big news which just came across my twitter feed before like literally minutes before we were going maybe even seconds before we were going to record is that yahoo screen has uh, picked up community for a sixth season so Apparently, community is not dead, and uh, all the various places that it was rumored to possibly go to, it ended up at Yahoo. Apparently, has video service that they're trying to bring some eyeballs to, or they do now. Yes. <laughs> what, what do you think? Of, what do you think of that? Uh, hearing that, uh, Sandrine. I just think it's such an interesting decision that Yahoo has made. It's almost like a play on trying to become relevant again or more like trying to get you know a certain crowd to 
go and watch their um, their website. And it's also an interesting transition from, you know, everything is on TV. Well, I wonder how much of the TV viewing audience is going to cross over to watching it online because community has quite a big following. So I'm um, interesting to see how it all works out. I'll be watching. Yeah, that's well, the community seems to have a solid two or three million people that watch, <laughs> you know, the, you know, consistently. So, you know, it could probably be a good little thing. And, you know, maybe you get some uh, a few other people to, to watch as, as well. But uh, it seems like also an audience of people that probably would be able to find it online. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, or that already watch things online uh, and, or probably watch community online because they weren't, you know, they weren't watching it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy they're closer, one step closer to the six seasons in a movie. I, yeah. See, I don't want them to pick it up for a seventh. That'll destroy the magic. <laughs> it's just got to be six seasons. Even if they do a feature-length online episode, I'd be that would be close enough to a movie that I'd be fine with that. That's fine. I think it's a smart move by Yahoo, I, but we'll see how it works out. Yeah, it's going to be a, another 13 episodes, so... You know, it's a. Uh, it's it's also interesting, just uh, like in in this day and age with the uh, various different platforms out there, uh, away from you know networks, you know, and actual you know TV networks or even cable channels, of different shows having now, you know, they're produ- this produced by Sony. It was put on NBC for years, and now it's going to be on Yahoo. It's just interesting to see a bunch of different shows recently that I have, uh, you know, like final seasons or extra seasons that are now from online platforms. And I like the idea of it in that this may be an actual way that not everything that we like, but more things that we like might actually get extra seasons. That would be cool. You know, in the, as, as we keep going forward, because we keep seeing, you know, a few things here and there getting these like last minute reprieves you know because like this is this is the type of announcement where like i think like their contracts run out as of today so like if they didn't have a new thing in place every the whole cast would have been like completely free to go do something (laughs) so to be able to keep the cast they pretty much i think it was i I don't say i heard that they had uh they had to do something before the end of june so uh, talk about a last-minute reprieve. Yeah. Well, this stuff is is nice that you get the extra seasons. I just find it so difficult. Like, it's already hard enough to keep track of all the stuff <laughs> and record it on, the like, the TiVo. But to try That's... to go to a million different sources and remember, oh, now this is new on this thing over here, and I have to go watch that on that, it's just so hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, because uh, you're like, well, I have my Amazon Prime app and my Netflix app and my Hulu app. Now I do. I need a Yahoo Screen app, and a, you know, yeah, it's starting to uh, to get even, almost even kind of harder to find things or, or even hear about things. Because there's even some online series and things that every once in a while I go, wait, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds interesting. How have I not heard of that before? And you go, wait, it's been there for two. Se- this is its second season. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess we should all be uh, following uh, uh, Sandrine. Don't you have a a web series site as well? 
Oh yeah, but it's it's more of it's not like um it's more of a database and it's more of smaller projects than community type project, although I guess I guess we should be starting to add those in <laughs> yeah. there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's like what counts as like a web series exactly. and an actual TV show. Because there are things that are sort of a web series, but they're actually 20, 30 minute episodes. You know, exactly. they're not all you know, they're not all doing like five or ten minute episode, you know, short things and doing it like shorter episodes and things. So it's 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 all weird. If what like what yeah it's like a, this transition period where we're like what is happening stuff is online stuff is on tv you know and it's just kind of crossing everywhere i need a way to just subscribe to a web series and have it downloaded to my dvr so all my episodes are in one place yes i agree <laughs> well that'll do it for the uh, news and we'll jump over to uh, the uh, prime time segment first up uh, switched at Birth, uh, Season 3, Episode 13, uh, Like a Snowball Down a Mountain. It's actually like the second episode back for the mid-season, I guess, or something. Uh, it's <laughs> ABC Family, it messes with my head. You know, They're either doing 10-episode splits or 12-episode splits or, I don't know, or with their comedies, there's no telling how long they're going to run at any given time. Uh, but... Switched at birth, uh, Sandrine. What did you think of uh, well the first couple episodes back here? I mean, I, um, I I've always liked Switched at Birth, and you know it has had ups and downs a little bit, but I really liked the premiere and everything because I was a big Bay and um, Emmett fan, so I was kind of happy that 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 was happening. I mean, so far I'm just enjoying it. You know, and there's nothing like super exciting about it. It's just it's just good and just what I expect, I guess. For for me, it was like the complete opposite. Like, oh, no. I, I just I just hate when shows take the time to make someone actually start a good relationship. They're in a solid relationship, and then they just like ruin it in like one night. Like but the was whole thing she with... in a good relationship though. That's the question. I thought she and Tank were were good together. Like he was like he wasn't the best person at the beginning, but he was changing for her, and like he was he they they actually seemed to have a lot of fun together and then she just like threw that away and then the clueless dad goes and like completely <laughs> ruins it <That's> true. <laughs> uh, so there's no chance of them getting back but. but you know like at that point like what else was he supposed to think other than <laughs> yeah so he doesn't want to think of his daughter as like <laughs> promiscuous he, like yeah that she's off you know just sleeping around that was kind of the problem i had i guess it was sort of interesting that it put bay in a similar spot but it just seemed to me to be a thing that like would somebody so pissed off at somebody for doing that same thing now do that same thing uh that was kind of a, a weird like i i'd be perfectly fine with them getting bay and Emmett back together i just didn't like the way they did it like to have them sort of get back together but for her to basically do to tank what Emmett had done to her uh, was, you know, sort of a weird way to go. I did feel it was a little bit different, though, because I think Emmett wasn't going to tell her at all. He was just going to keep on going and be with her. She was like, okay, I, you know, I went with Emmett and I don't want to be with Tank anymore. So she was going to break up with him, which I feel is a little bit different. But then she almost chickened out her, her dad. <laughs> that's, her, well, her, yeah, her. well, that's enough <laughs> issue. Yeah, no. But yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. It's still it, it just sort of bothered me of 
when you get your like whatever your uh, your couple back together, but you get them back together in like I don't know, sort of a. Uh, I don't know, you get them back together where they end up sleeping together without any protection, so she has to take the morning after pill, and she was sort of actually still dating somebody else, so she's kind of cheating on somebody. It just, I mean, that sort of rips all the romance out of it. If you I, see your point. I see your point. You know, it's like the, the idea of uh, these two being, you know, in love with each other or whatever, and, and finally getting back together, it just, I don't know, that's just uh, uh, kind of weird to me, but... Some of the things on the show I think are interesting, though, are like uh, Daphne's sort of boyfriend at the clinic. And I really like how on this show they don't shy away from just because you have a, you know, are in a wheelchair or you're deaf or something like that, that you can't also be an asshole. <laughs> like, you know, no. that, that, that it's not always like the hearing person that's the bad guy or. Uh, you know stuff like that, and so like in this case, he he turns out to get really jealous about you know her getting a job when it was really like his fault. He never really asked for anything. So like, and then also the uh, uh, the Matthew character, you know that's uh, been you know they they have now given him a little bit of a of a storyline, sort of trying to give him a sort of a sympathetic out, but yet still, you know another deaf character that's been you know a complete ass yeah that was weird i like that they i like that they do that on this show that they they don't just go like what you would think the normal direction would be and that anybody outside of like the immediate family or anybody that's hearing or anybody that doesn't have a disability or something like that would be always end up being sort of the quote-unquote bad guy in the story that they show People of all walks of life with all different types of, uh, of problems have all different types of problems and are all different type. You know, there's good guys and bad guys everywhere. I think the show comes off better for it. What do you, what do you think, Kyle? Uh, yeah, no, uh, no disagreements there. I, I did find the whole catfishing thing a, a little weird, like why this guy would keep all that stuff on his laptop that he keeps in at school. I guess he had it locked, but still it just seemed... A little weird but uh yeah i'm just wondering if they're gonna make this guy come back and like he's like gonna now go be a school shooting type of guy he seems like he was like really stalkery and now this might push him over the edge and so i'm wondering what they're gonna do with him if he's just gonna get worse or if he's actually gonna be more sympathetic now i don't know what do you think sandrine i'm just curious as to whether it was planned from the beginning or they just thought, hmm, let's make him like nice now. Let's just find a way to make him not such a bad guy. So, so I agree. It was a little, I mean, it was a little weird the way it came. I was like, oh, he was really mean. And then I was like, well, no, he just, he's in love with you. And I was like, okay, was that planned? Because it didn't feel very planned. It just came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, like they had gone maybe too far or something and they needed to... Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. They needed to, to to bring him back, or they wanted to, uh, or for whatever reason, continue to have that character on, but not be just completely hated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could easily get rid of him if they wanted to. They could just get him expelled. <laughs> like, there's no reason why they have to keep him. But, but, I, but I mean, as the show, the show like decided they wanted yeah. to keep him or something or or whatever. But, uh, or at last, yeah, somewhere along the line, like in the. Uh, 
maybe back be- whenever whenever the break between them writing these episodes was they came up with a somebody came up with this idea or something i don't know overall i think it's still still a pretty good show that comes at you know some different things at different you know a lot different angle than your average sort of family drama and uh i always find it uh everything's not always the best like i said you know didn't really like the whole uh way of getting the old the uh, bay and Emmett back together but but overall still though provided some interesting moments with like bay and her dad like when she had to like go tell him tank's not really <laughs> tank's not really the jerk here so you know some they they do some interesting things on the show all right on to the next show on the list which is teen wolf uh, yeah. season, season four episode <laughs> one the dark moon uh season premiere this was the this was the first show you mentioned, Sandrine. So, what did you think of the return oh, of, of Teen, Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf. Is my show, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that I'm excited about it? I tried to get everybody to watch Teen Wolf, and every time that I mention it, people are like, "Teen Wolf, really?" I'm like, "You don't understand. It's good." <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it was a great, I mean, I don't know if you guys both watch it, but I thought it was a really good premiere, and, and uh, especially since they lost uh, a couple of characters last season, I thought I, th- I thought they found a good way to integrate some new ones and, and get the story continuing from where we stopped. And there was a nice twist at the end. Yeah, I'm, inter- I'm interested about that. <laughs> yeah, twist, I'm not, yeah, twist <laughs> that I'm not quite so sure about, like, because at the beginning of the episode, you sort of lose track of time, like... When you see him buried wherever that she's got him or has put him, like, is that, like, relatively, is that, like, some period of time before? Is it is it happening, like, right then and then she leaves and then they finally find him? But now, spoiler alert, he's a young version of himself, <laughs> which... It must be something in the soil. Yeah, like, like, how long does it take? Like, what the deal is, is there and... uh I don't know that that was sort of a weird, sort of a weird twist that I hope they have some good explanation for what has happened. And I I thought that the I thought that the story that they came up with to say what happened to Kate was uh, was interesting. It was a good way of going back into and and using it. It's like maybe it was planned. Or maybe they took something that they actually had wrote and they went, hey, we could use that and <laughs> we can bring her back. But at any rate, it fit with previous things to be able to uh, uh, bring her back and with the story of how when they get either bit or whatever, they're supposed to kill themselves before, you know, the hunters are supposed to kill themselves before they turn and, uh, you know, and her deciding not to. I thought that was all a uh, interesting backstory to uh, – show why she's reappeared uh not exact doesn't exactly explain like what the hell she is now uh, yeah <laughs> you know or what it, or, or it what's happened fit. there but yeah like you said that did fit especially with the mother argent like how she had to go and kill herself like that fit with that story so it did feel like it was planned although i would highly doubt they had <laughs> had this planned out from like what, what season did she die in? Season one or season two? Was it second season? I don't remember. I think it was season. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember when it. I think it was. I want to say it was the end of season one. 
That's what I thought, but then now I'm not yeah. sure. I want to say it was the end of season one because that's when, you know, sort of that whole storyline of with that house and where the family had been burned and all that stuff had uh, had taken place. I think it was. Yeah, because uh, season one she died, and season two Allison's mom died. Right? Isn't that how it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I I think I think she you know died then, but they showed you in the flashback or the previously. They had that bit of dialogue in the actual show of like, if you're like sliced like really deep, or something, with you know she wasn't bitten. She was that uh, could you know she asked like could that, or somebody had asked like can could could that turn you or something like that. And so it made it feel like it was planned, but it also made it feel like they went back and took some dialogue that they had used and went, hey, we can retrofit this really good story into. Uh, or they season. was that actual dialogue, or did they go back and film that too? No. They could have just made it look like it was. I'm pretty sure that was. Uh, I think that was something that uh, uh, that that happened before. That would be uh, an interesting way to go. Is uh, is for previously on Teen Wolf, you film new stuff for yeah. <laughs> what, what previously happened. That'd be an interesting way for a show to go. You'd be going, wait, I don't remember that at all, and I've watched every episode. <laughs> Well, the, the way the, uh, the thing I liked about this episode, it felt very much like uh, which of the Star Wars movie, the uh, uh, which is the why can't I even think of the third movie? Not Return, Return of the, the Jedi. Jedi. That is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like that when they're walking into like Jabba's lair and like the people are all mixed around in the in the room and they suddenly appear when they need to like to to help out with the whatever the big plot is it felt very much like a either a ripoff or an homage to that whichever way you want to look at it <laughs> uh, but it, it felt very different from like past episodes i don't it almost i, I don't know it, there was something different about it not that it was bad or or better or worse in one way it just felt very different from what the show has been recently well, the, i thought it, it worked as a sort of a good big uh opening to the the new season uh you know to sort of reintroduce all the various like who the the new cast you know the new main cast is now yeah and then i also really like that uh uh that the uh that the grandma from Switch at Birth is like a total yeah. badass <laughs> down in Mexico on Teen That's Wolf. <laughs> Maybe they'll have suddenly have wolf attacks in uh, in Switch at Birth, and you're like, oh, that's where she disappears too <laughs> when when she's not 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 in Kansas. Yeah, I don't know. I I I thought it was I thought it was really good. A, a, a lot of what they did with you know with them traveling through the desert and you know uh styles trying to fix his his jeep his and uh, having the uh you know the bounty hunter lady back and uh, although the whole time when they get to the the mission or whatever i kept going shut up stop talking they were like so loud like trying to sneak into this place it's like, what are you doing? Have you never tried uh, to to you know sneak into some place before? 
Uh, and then didn't it seem like she was a little underqualified for like what could be there? I was like, you're <laughs> enough somehow. With her it shotgun? Just, just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a, a, a little weird. And like, how is the, you know, whatever the, the where Jaguar yeah. worshipers and whatever, where, where is that? Uh, it, it sort of is one of those that had a lot of cool scenes. Uh, inter, you know, <clears throat> introduce sort of the new core group, but also left me going, <laughs> what the hell's going on? But almost in a, like, I have no idea what is going on, sort of confusing way. Uh, and so hopefully a second episode will maybe provide a little information as to what you don't remember last on. season do you it, it was the same it's the same thing every season i was gonna this say that so general like... confusion and uh, yeah lots of cool stuff but i still have no clue what's going on well last season there was a little bit more in that they you know they sort of hinted at uh and you know brought in with the kira and her parents uh character and stuff that that yeah, maybe in the very beginning it was, but hopefully, but at times they uh, they do finally give you something where it does sort of make sense, or it, at least it feels like it's building towards something. This sort of left me with the you know like the twist ending, with uh, they yeah. they need to they need to tell me something about <laughs> what that place was and what happened to Derek, like, and a little more of what maybe Kate's plan is and stuff, and you know what she's up to or what she actually is. Uh, in the next episode or something. Otherwise, because if you go two or three episodes where you're just thoroughly confused, it starts to get to not conf not confused in I want to know more, or like that was awesome, I want to, where does it go next? It starts to become a confusing... I'm never going to understand yeah, this. I'm never going it's to understand this, it. and why am I watching this? Just because there's some cool scenes every once in a while. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but I, for the most part, I think they do a pretty good job of very uh, Vampire Diaries like of like ripping through storylines. Uh, they may, although they may be just a little bit slightly more confusing in the get go than Vampire Diaries usually does. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to watching more tonight <laughs> as as we record this. Yeah. Yep. On the now once again packed Monday nights. <laughs> oh, Sunday is like insane nowadays. Well, yeah, Sunday is Sunday is is continuing to be insane, and there's still some more things to come for Sundays. Yeah. But Mondays have gone from where there was just like there was a couple of weeks where there was almost nothing. You know, there was actually like the summer down period was like the last week of May, <laughs> like the first couple of weeks of June, and then all of a sudden. Boom, I think my DVR is recording like eight things tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, a little uh, a little change of pace. Uh, Young and Hungry. Uh, season one, episode one, the pilot series premiere episode. And uh, Kyle, we'll start with you on this one. What did you think of Young and Hungry? I actually thought it was the best out of like the three family-ish type of comedies that started this week with uh, Mystery Girls and Girl Meets World or whatever that one's called. Uh, I actually enjoyed this one. I, I liked the setup. It, it felt very much uh, Melissa and Joey-ish. Like, uh, you got, except you got the roles reversed. You have... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I like the main actress. I didn't even realize she was uh, an Osmond. Um, and then uh, the, they have the, the funny uh, guy from Suburgatory on there as his assistant. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it was, I mean, it's not like a I have to see this right away type of comedy, but it's an enjoyable, like, uh, I have nothing else to watch. I'm going to watch this and. I'm more than fine with that. And how about you, Sandrine? Um, I have to be honest, those are not the... I mean, I've watched the first episode, but I was like, this is not the kind of show I enjoy necessarily. I, I, I mean, it's fine to watch the first episode, but I just... It's just not for me. Not so. into the nostalgia... <laughs> <laughs> the, the nostalgia no, factor. I mean, you of... know, if I if I wasn't watching anything else on TV, sure. But I feel like... you're watching other stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's just so much that that is just I I just don't have. Yeah, it it's just not for me. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the pilot was uh, you know kind of rough in how they, you know they they put everybody together in some of the situations that they set up. But I find her super adorable and like and like watchable for some reason. And so uh, I don't know. I may I may watch again just to see like if they actually can like a Melissa and Joey like round it into uh, uh, something a little more uh, you know solid on a weekly basis. And uh, just to, and for mis- uh, and for Mystery Girls, I just want to say I have no idea why ABC Family thought airing the third episode as the pilot or as the series premiere was a good idea. Oh, that was horrible. You had to try to guess what the backstory <laughs> of those pair was. Like it would have, it made no sense. Like, just tell me who these people are. Like, well, you can I, find I, out I take, in a couple of weeks when they play the pilot. It sounded like they were like TV, former TV show stars or something. Well, that's but. it. And the pilot gives you all that. It gives you the backstory. It shows you back clips you know the back clips that they filmed of their old mystery girls tv show and and how they you know where the, they went their separate ways and how they end up getting reunited uh and you know it gave it set up the whole premise and this episode the third episode on a you know on a comedy basis and everything isn't any better than the yeah. pilot episode but the pilot episode also gives you the setup so i was like there was no reason to jump ahead and like pull you you know normally they jump ahead and pull like a really strong episode but this is no better than the pilot but makes it even more confusing and and then like as the fourth episode or something they're going to air the pilot i don't know if they've changed something uh to make it a flashback episode or if they're just going to air it as is but it'll be really strange to watch the pilot if you've watched the first like two or three episodes and then uh, and then so I should just see... w- wait three weeks, watch the pilot, <laughs> and see if I and even want to watch more. And see if it works for you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I like. I don't know. For some reason, these sort of uh, this one doesn't have the nostalgia of necessarily the people in it. Well, Jack A is in it, uh, and uh, but uh, and she was also in <laughs> the pilot for Girl Meets World. Yeah, I was gonna say when you said Jack A, I thought she was the woman on the bus. I'm like, wait, there was no bus in this one, and yeah, no, she was the woman on the subway in Girl Meets World. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, the subway. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't the, it wasn't the best. It definitely when you compare it to 
even the beginnings of something like uh, Melissa and Joey, I, I'd say it's more like Baby Daddy. That that was kind of rough starting out too. Uh, and she slept with her boss. And her yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, oh, we slept together, but I can't fire you now. Like, <laughs> so now we're stuck. That's how you're going to keep them locked together. He can't fire her because she could sue him for, for sexual harassment. And that's so now that's why she has a permanent job. Yeah, that's a sort of a completely, uh, especially since you're, you're supposed to, after you meet his fiance, you're supposed to now think that those two shouldn't be together and that they should be together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Sometimes decisions that are made for, for pilots, it makes no sense for, uh, it makes less sense for potential things like going forward. So it's not, will they or won't they? It's will they or won't they again? Yeah. Well, you'd rather see her like get the job because she's actually like really good at her job or something. Not, not because she, well, she is pretty good, but oh, I can't fire her now because she might sue me. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's quite the meat cute story you got there for the beginning of the romance. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a, well, I was trying to get a job with him and then his fiance dumped him and then we slept together and then she came back and he went back to her and they were together for a while. Yeah, I don't know. That that doesn't really work. Uh, speaking of things that don't really work, uh, the next show on the list is Taxi Brooklyn. Uh, season 1, Episode 1, uh, The Price for the Course, uh, the series premiere. And uh, Kyle, what did you think of Taxi Brooklyn? I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yes, but how although, bad did you think it was going to be? Although, from all the ads, I thought the main actress was the one from the following. I had no clue it was Lexi Gray <laughs> with the short hair until I actually started watching the episode. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I, act, I liked her character a lot, and I liked her relationship with the French guy. Um, and the premise was decent. It just wasn't like I'm a big fan of the original French film, and uh, it's just not that. But it's definitely not as bad as the um, as the remake <laughs> with Queen Latifah and, uh, and Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon. But I mean, I'll I'll definitely watch another episode or two of this at least to see how it is. But I mean, I, I like the premise and I like the characters. Well, they set up, you know, the the big mystery of what happened to her father. That oh, yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that she's, that she's investigating. It had just so many things that you're just like, uh. But then the thing that really gets me though in these types of shows is that you go, you look at the cast, and you're like, okay, she was really good on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Allie Walker, she's really good on Sons of Anarchy as the most recent thing that you know you kind of remember from. Uh, and all these people that you've seen in like other things keep popping up and you're just like, how can they be so terrible on this? Like, how can this? And you just it, it really does show you like uh, the writing and the directing and stuff, how 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 much uh, that really plays into uh, getting a good performance out of uh, out of people. If they don't have good stuff to say, they're not going to come off very well. Uh, there was just a lot of really, I don't know, sort of cheesy stuff in this, in the thing, and and bad dialogue, and it was just, I don't know, it was just one of those, <laughs> it was just one of those things I was just like, uh. I didn't notice the dialogue as much, although I will say that I started to watch it 
one night and finished it the next day, if that's any sign. <laughs> so it didn't really... I, I went to bed in the middle of watching it. So it but... didn't really hold your attention for the whole 42 minutes, did it? No. <laughs> but, yes, the, the, the layer of the death of the father is one too many. Like, that is definitely not needed. I think it was just a little over the top, but... Um, I mean, otherwise, it, it kind of almost sort of slightly <laughs> reminded me of like sort of like the bridge with um, her being like this cop that no one wants to work with. And she gets teamed with this other guy uh, who's a foreigner and like the, they'll work. They have to work together. <laughs> but awesome. Yes. It's a really terrible version of the bridge. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> You nailed it, Kyle. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so if the bridge was too good for you, check out <laughs> Taxi Brooklyn Thursdays on NBC. Uh, all right, I think that's a uh, that's enough. That's enough about that. And we could go. On, we'll go on to the uh, last show on the uh, primetime list uh, this week, which is uh, the Leftovers, uh, season one, episode one, the pilot. And uh, this series get, got underway uh, last night as of this recording on HBO with a 75-minute, uh, just dreary episode of TV. Uh, what do you think, Sandrine? It was interesting. It was a little slow. Um, I liked the premise a lot. But I remember, and this is probably why I'm not like that excited about the the show too much yet, that... Uh, Damon Lindelof, when he was at the TCA, he was asked about the show, and he kind of said that we most likely wouldn't find out what happened to all these people. And that's pretty much the main reason I would want to watch a show <laughs> like this. So I'm like, wait, so you, they all disappear, and you're just pretty much never going to tell us and, why. And, and the and whole point is – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's three years later, and you get – via news reports played on TVs in the background throughout the episode that uh, – uh, religious people, science, you know, scientists, and everybody have been looking at this for the last three years, and nobody knows what happened. Yeah, well, we're never going to find out either, apparently. So, and so that, it, it, and, and so nobody knows what happened, and yeah, and then hearing them talk about it, that the show's not about uh, uh, answers. So, actually, if you watch the leftovers like you should have watched lost because that show wasn't about the answers either it turned out to be uh, so well, well see that's why i that's why i actually really enjoy this i went into this knowing that i'm never going to find that out so i didn't care about that and i just enjoyed it for what it is like we're lost i wanted to know that ultimate goal this time i went in knowing that he's not going to tell me that or even if i hadn't already seen the news that that's what he said. I would have assumed at this point that I'm never going to find out uh, based on his lost history. So, I mean, I went into it thinking that and I actually I didn't find it anywhere near as dreary as people were claiming it was like, yeah, it's not like the feel good show of the year, <laughs> but I didn't find it like depressing. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, like I thought the performance was really good. The like some of the twists and stuff were interesting, like how you don't even find out like that all these people are the family until like the end. And I'm curious as to why the mother like it seems like they didn't lose anyone from their families. Yes. So why is the mother <laughs> part of this guilty remnant group? Like why did she leave? I couldn't tell like they asked like the dad, the the main cop there, 
like where he was when it all happened and he was in the bed with some woman but was that his wife or was that was he cheating on her that's the thing that uh well see at that point your thought was Okay, so he was in the bed with his wife when she disappeared? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting her to suddenly go, disappear. And so, yeah. like, uh, if that's where he was and she disappeared, so, like, that's where – but then you find out that she didn't disappear. And then you, you keep seeing him call his kid, and he's still there, and she's got the daughter there. And so, yeah, for that immediate family around the chief, I was like – I mean, his dad freaked out because of something – uh, the, you know, who was the former chief, but like, who was it in their immediate family that like, they're just messed up because other people lost people type of thing. Or like, who, I didn't get this, like the core family that you're following here of why they're so messed up is just because like the world's just messed up. And so now everybody's messed up. Uh, yeah. or are they messed up because the wife, for whatever reason, decided to join this cult? Or does the kid even know that that's where her mom is? Like, <laughs> like, because, I don't know, they all seem sort of, or in that scene where they're all, uh, where the town decides to attack <laughs> the, uh, the, the group in white, uh, you know, and she's getting beat on and he picks her up and she has like this look of recognition. Like she obviously hasn't seen him in a while or something. I don't know. There was just a lot of weird stuff about the show that, uh, that, that story, I didn't quite figure out like why they would have all just completely lost it. And then it's three years later and yeah, you don't know, but it also seemed like three years later, things wouldn't still be, I don't know. I, for some reason, it seems like, uh, I, it wouldn't be this bad. I don't know. Yeah, people would have accepted the loss at this point, like three years later, or accepted that maybe they're not going to get answers. But it wouldn't be like this is what you would expect, like a week or two after the event. I mean, you happened. are granted you are following like a sort of a subset of people in this one small town, uh, and you know when you see the one people group going out to dinner, there are lots of other people out to dinner and seem to be sort of leading normal lives and stuff, but. But then you have like the whole town meet up at, for the you know heroes day and they just lose it <laughs> as a mob you know a giant mob because they're still you know the people that had lost people I don't know it just there were good performances and stuff but there were just weird things about the show that I'd just be I was like I don't know that I can watch this on a like that this ongoing story of watching these people deal with it that I like am interested I don't know. You got any any other any other thoughts, Sandrine, on <laughs> on the the show as a whole? Like some of the you know some of the things that went on. Well, I mean, even though I know that I won't get answers, I st- see that's the problem. I feel like I still want answers. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be. I'm, I'm I just gonna be. I'm just I hope we be... get some answers, like not just not why it happened, but like the answers to the questions that we that we were talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I, I, I did, I did like the twist too. I did think, oh, why they're like even more messed up than the people that lost people. What happened? <laughs> like, why is is that happening that way? So that's interesting. But I think I'm with you, Jason. I don't know if I'm gonna want to wa- keep watching every week. It's a little, it's a little downer. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think I think I want to see where episode two goes because this was a little slow, and I'm like, okay, am I going to find these people interesting enough that it's going to be okay if I don't get answers? I guess that's the question. Yeah, I, I guess if the you know it's the the drama the the stories that they create within this of whether you want to follow these people and I don't know they're just uh, it's sort of just too bleak of <laughs> that I don't really want to <laughs> follow them especially with no you know probably not going to get any answers to like what happened and the other thing of that nobody seemed to be like the one thing that people were they didn't seem to be worried that like it was going to happen again sure or something like that I mean if you had just like decided to lose it because you're like what's the point because you could just disappear at any time I, I guess that would be something but that's also just like dude you can just in everyday human life you could just die <laughs> You know, something can happen to you and you could die at any moment. So, like, how is that different? How would that change your perspective uh, differently? Uh, You know, the loss of people, I I get that. And the not knowing. But there's people, you know, there's people that that lose people and they never, you know, sadly that, you know, people that get abducted or run away or and they just never reappear and you never know what happened to them. There's people that have that happen and they still, you know, they still deal with that. And it's still, you know, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it's not any, something that you would like get over, but you can, after a while, you do start to relive your life again. Uh, and it just seemed like three years later, uh, even with no answers, I, I guess it just that they focus on, I don't know, it just seemed like, you know, you go to a party where all the kids are just like, whatever. And I don't know, there was just so many things that it was just like, would this really be like what it would be like? <laughs> yeah. well, you you had said something about like they're wondering if it would happen again. See, like I expected it to happen again, but for some stupid reason, because the HBO site only listed one of the Carver kids on the as part of the cast. But you see them both in the both of the twins sitting in the car so i'm figuring okay we're gonna have another one of these things and one of them's gonna disappear and then he's gonna have to deal with losing his his twin brother or something but maybe that'll happen in the future but <laughs> interesting that would be, be like, interesting if it happened again. that would be like season three where things are just now it's five years later things are just now actually starting to uh get a little better and then it happens again yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know there was just yeah, lots of good performances and and stuff, but just not a story. Much like I don't know, a, it's like a sort of like a Mad Men or something like that. Just like something that has a great cast and is written really well, but is just telling a story that I just don't care about. I think this yeah. sort of falls into that category for me. Yeah, it's very much like a, a I, I don't really care for Rectify, but it feels like the same type of thing where you're told you're not going to find out if the guy was guilty or innocent from the beginning. They said they aren't going to reveal that, but you're just watching this guy live life pretty much. But there's no real like plot or <laughs> there's no in like I guess maybe you've just gotten too used to shows with the of like expecting some sort of end game on a on a show. Uh, well, at least shows that have sort of like a big, you know, sort of a big premise like this, you know, some sort of a, that have some sort of a supernatural or sci-fi-ish bent to it. 
that you you sort of expect there to be some sort of end game at some point. Yeah, you want that explanation at the end <laughs> to why it happened. And uh, I don't know that I just want to sit around and watch. Uh, the other the other problem I have with this episode is it felt like it ended like four times. <laughs> is it, it was seventy five minutes, but it. And you got engrossed into it enough that you didn't really realize, like, how far into the episode you were. But after a while, it, like, came to, like, an end, and it, like, faded to black. And then it started again. As, and it, it started going. And then it came to, like, an, what seemed like another ending. And then it it wasn't over. And that bothered me, too. <laughs> and, uh, that like, like, the first time it happened, like, I clicked it up, and I was like, there's still 25 minutes left. Well, I think that'll... Uh, That'll do it for a prime time and uh, uh, the shows that uh, this this week's list of shows. Uh, but uh, I, if you watched the leftovers more than anything else uh, that we talked about this week, I'd very much like to hear your opinion on the show and whether you're going to uh, keep watching if you if you did watch. You Go know, back the, for a second serving. Yes. But I'm, I'm. <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. Uh, just uh, you know. Drop us a drop us some feedback in the comments or send it to feedback at tvtimes three dot com and let us know what you thought about the leftovers. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, will you be going in for a second <laughs> helping of the leftovers? All right. With that, uh, TV recommendations. Uh, first up is me with my recommendation. Uh, my recommendation is The Strain coming to FX. Uh, it premieres on Sunday, July thirteenth. Another show to add into the Sunday night mix. Uh, this one's uh, well worth checking out. A couple of things about it. Uh, it's not quite as gross as I was expecting it to be, or like as squeamish uh, with the, you know, sort of, they have like those banners and, you know, posters of the weird wormy thing coming out of an eye that doesn't even happen in like the first four episodes. So it's like just a, a gross thing, but it has, you know, sort of a, a horror bent to it it's it's sort of a an apoc you know potentially apocalyptic uh as you're watching it in the beginning stages instead of you know something that's three years later uh, after some event so you're watching uh, things unfold uh, but it's also it sort of has a little bit of uh like some sort of a d- disease outbreak but is also sort of like a vampire type thing i'm not usually a big fan of horror stuff and so but I really like this. The first couple episodes are good, uh, but things really kick up in episodes three and four, and uh, that's when the ball really gets rolling on uh, on what's going on in this uh, in the show. But it it became my uh, I thought it'd make for a good recommendation since I just watched the first four episodes over the weekend, and uh, really really like them, and I'm looking forward to uh, to getting a chance to see more later in the summer. How about you, Kyle? Uh, so for me, if you love Taxi the series, <laughs> you'll love the movie even more. Uh, yeah, my recommendation is the 1998 French film by Luc Besson, the uh, original Taxi movie. They've made several sequels and also a remake, uh, as the aforementioned uh, remake. Uh, Luc Besson, you re- his films are like The Professional, La Femme Nikita, The Fifth Element, The Transporter. Lots of nice, uh, fun action 
type of things. And this the the movie is similar to the premise of the show, except that it's like this pizza delivery guy slash street racer who has like this great car and he loves his car and he becomes a taxi driver and he's speeding. And then this cop uh, ends up making a deal like he won't turn him in if he drives him around because this cop's a bit of a loser and he can't get his driver's license. And so he agrees to get this other guy to help him drive around and they go after like these German bank robbers. But it's a very uh, fun movie. Um, yes, there's subtitles, but it's uh, it's worth it. Um, you can also watch the three sequels. One of them involves ninjas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're just wacky, fun, action, comedy type of films. Man, how come there were no ninjas in Taxi Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That one actually sounds interesting because, you know, like uh, like you said, Luke Besson is uh, responsible for some, some pretty good movies, especially in the action, you know, sort of uh, genre. So that that's something uh, that's something I actually may check out in, in, as opposed to watching more Taxi Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, Sandrine, what is uh, your recommendation uh, this week? Well, first of all, I agree with you. The strain is really good, so I will recommend it too. And uh, I actually, someone uh, told me about this TV app called TV Showtime, which helps in tracking all the shows that you have. Because I usually write down, like, have notes, but what you can do with the app, I, I just downloaded it. I, I played with it a little bit, haven't completely used it yet. But from what I can tell, you can do is just pick all your shows and then the app. You can tell the app which episodes you've seen, and then it shows you which episodes have aired. So you can always keep track of the latest episode that have aired and which ones you haven't seen yet, which I thought was pretty cool. So I thought I'd put it out there. And it's on the iPhone. I don't they know. Need to add all the web series on there so that you can keep track. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they have like all the web series, but they definitely have all the main shows there, which I was like, oh, that's helpful. So I thought I'd put it out there. That actually sounds like something that might be helpful for. Like say you've seen the the first four episodes of The Strain early. Exactly. A reminder for when that fifth episode is going to be on. Uh that that, that could be uh, the uh hashtag T V blogger problems. Yeah. <laughs> a little help with that. But yeah, that uh that sounds interesting. I'm always interested to find or hear about uh various apps or things to uh to help with uh, your your TV watching uh, to help uh, track your TV watching. As long as it doesn't tell tell me, hey Kyle, I think you're watching too much TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you've uh, you've chosen too many episodes. So, all right, that'll uh, that'll do it for this week's podcast. Uh, you can find uh, links to the uh, news stories we talked about, as well as the recommendations we made. Uh, and also where you can find Kyle and Sandrine online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 233. And as I mentioned before, I'd really, really want to hear your thoughts on The Leftovers. Uh, that is, I think it's one of the most interesting shows that it's also like a, it's hard to tell somebody like what it actually is about. <laughs> like, you know, so if you, if you watched it, I'd very much like to hear your uh, thoughts on that. Uh, you can, uh, as I said, uh, leave them in the comments on the show notes or uh, send it to feedback at tvtimes3.com. And then also I wanted to jump back. Uh, re- uh, in iTunes, you can you can change what country so you can actually go view things of other countries. Uh, but it's kind of a pain in the butt uh, to do. But I 
recently came across this service called My Podcast Reviews that you can sign up to get uh, sent your your last 30 uh, reviews for your podcast on iTunes, but it also includes the international ones, which I thought was kind of cool. And so I wanted to, even though they uh, were are a few months old, but I didn't know about them until now, uh, I wanted to thank uh, Sarah Spear from New Zealand, and uh, the username was uh, Crackers Ember from Australia for uh, leaving uh, uh, iTunes reviews in the New Zealand and Australia uh, iTunes stores uh, for the podcast. And uh, if you would like to uh, leave a review for us, uh, always appreciated. You can just go to uh, tvtimes3.com slash iTunes, and it'll take you right to uh, our page within uh, the iTunes software, and you can uh, give us uh, some feedback there as well as uh, uh, about the show. And uh, next week, as I mentioned, uh, Kyle will be back with me, uh, which uh, in his uh, – regularly scheduled <laughs> been scheduled for over a month uh, uh and then also melissa giramonte from the televixen.com will be joining us and we'll be uh talking about a few shows and and uh, the opening and closing music is provided by ioda promonet the song is tv party by the asylum street spankers from their mercurial title put out by yellow dog records and uh once again thank you sandrine and kyle for uh joining me on episode 233 Thank you, Jason. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.